Hello, this is Finus, and this is Reading with Finus. <clears throat> I'm going to read African Myths of Origin to you. The story we're on today is how Anansi got the stories from the Sky God. Is there too much of an echo? I feel like there is. I'm in an open room right now, but it's so. Uh, you, you know what? You've been listening for so long. You already know, per the use, <clears throat> I don't really have a studio or anything. I'm not very professional yet. I feel like I'm professional, just not your stereotypical professional. I, I mean, I'm consistent. That has to do with professionalism, isn't it? Yeah, I'm doing that. Um, yeah, who cares? Uh, if you're here listening, thank you. If you're not, it's okay. The story still will be told. Um... Follow me and everything's just fine. On Instagram. See some illustrations. Those will get better. Or you cannot. That's okay too. Alright, let's get this story started. How Anansi got the stories from the Sky God. This is perhaps one of the best known and best loved stories of Anansi. Collected in the <coughs> Ashanti heartland at the beginning of the 20th century. Anansi the spider went to Nayakopon, the Sky God, and asked to buy the stories which the Sky God owned. The Sky God asked, Why should I sell them to you? And Anansi answered, Because I shall be able to pay the price. The Sky God told him, Men have come from powerful towns offering to buy the stories, but they cannot pay the price despite all their men and their wealth. You are a simple man without a chief, without a clan. You you say you can pay the price? Anansi asked, what is the price of the stories? The sky god answered, the only price I will accept is for you to bring me the python, the leopard, the bush spirit, and the hornets. Anansi replied, I shall bring you those things, and in addition, I will bring you my own mother. Then bring them, said the sky god. Anansi went home and told his mother about his bargain, how he asked to buy the stories of the sky god and the price the sky god had asked of him, the python, the leopard, the bush spirit, and the hornets. And he admitted, I told him I would throw you in with the price. Then the spider asked his wife how they might get a hold of, of the python. His wife told him to cut a length of bamboo and some vines and to take them down to the stream. Anansi cut them and went down to the stream, muttering furiously to himself as he went. Of course he's longer than it is. How could it be longer? How can't be, he can't be shorter? He must be longer. It must be shorter. The spider passed by the python laying in the sun, and the snake heard the muttering. What are you talking about, asked the python. My wife has argued with me, said the spider. She says that this bamboo is longer than you are. And I say she's a liar. It could be, it could not be longer than you. Measure me, said the python. And this he laid, Anasi, laid the bamboo by the python's, the python's body. And the snake straightened out his coils, stretched herself, said Anansi. The python stretched her, himself. I can't tell, said the spider. When you stretch at one end, you move away from the bamboo at the other. If I could fasten the bamboo to you so that it didn't move, then I could tell. 
then tie me to the bamboo, said the python. And Nancy tied the, the python tail to the bamboo. Now stretch yourself again, said the spider. And the python strained himself to be longer than the bamboo. As he was stretching, the spider coiled the vine up his body until he was tied completely to the bamboo. And then the python couldn't move. Hey, he, said Nancy, now I have caught you. And I shall take you to the sky god as part of the price of the stories. So Anansi took the python up to the sky god. The sky god admitted that he had paid a part of the price. And what remains remains, he said. Anansi came down and talked to his, with his wife. Now let us get the hornets, he said. And his wife suggested that he get a gourd and fill it with water. He took his gourd into the forest until he found a nest of hornets. And then he began to splash water about, particularly on the hornet's nest. He held a large leaf over his head as though to shelter him from the rain. The hornets buzzed, thinking it was rain. It was raining. Ah, said Anansi, why don't you take shelter from the rain inside the gourd? Thank you, Kawa. Anansi, said the hornets. Ka Kawaka, Kawaku, K W A K U, Kawaku, is a term of respect that has part of. Of Nancy's name. Ah. And they buzzed out of their nest and into the gourd. Quickly, Anansi stopped up the mouth of the gourd with the leaf. Heat, he said. Now I have caught you, and I shall have to take you have to take you to the sky god as part of the price of the stories. He took the gourd up to the sky god. What remains remains, said the sky god. Anansi came back and talked to his wife. Now for the leopard, he said. Dig a hole, said his wife. I understand, said Anansi. He went into the forest and found the tracks of a leopard. There he dug a very deep pit and covered it over. He went back to his hut for the night. The next morning, as the sun was beginning to show, he went along the path to his pit and found a leopard in it. He, said Nancy, little brother, what has happened to you? Surely you were drinking too much last night and so you fell into the hole in the dark. Such is the price of foolishness. I would let you out, but you would then simply hurt me and my children. Oh, no, said the leopard. I would never hurt you. If you let me out, well, said Anansi. He placed two sticks in the pit for part, far apart so that the leopard's paws were spread as he tried to climb them. And then Anansi pulled out his knife and hit the leopard as soon as he reached the top of the pit. The leopard fell back in, and Nancy pulled uh, him out with the ladder. He, he said, now you are mine. I shall take you to the sky god as part of the price of the stories. He brought the leopard to the sky god. The sky god took the leopard and said, what remains, remains. And Nancy went home. He carved a large wooden doll the size of a Nancy himself. He drew the sap from the trees, gummy sap that did not dry. He coated the doll with glue. Then he pounded yams and made some food. He put some in a bowl and some in the doll's hand. He took the doll and the bowl of food into the bush and placed it into in placed it at the base of the great tree where spirits live. He tied the doll to the tree. A spirit came by and saw the bowl of food. May I eat? asked the spirit. Anansi moved the doll's head to say yes. The spirit ate from the bowl of food and then thanked the doll, but the doll did nothing. The doll didn't and did not answer. 
ah, to the spirit, to another spirit. The person told me to eat and I ate. And now when I have eaten and I return my thanks, this person says nothing at all. What sort of person is this? It's a, it is a bad person, said the other spirit. I agree. <clears throat> you should slap the person's face. So the spirit slapped the face of the doll, but it's, its hand stuck to the glue. My hand is stuck to the person's face, the spirit called. Then strike the person, answered the other spirit. The spirit struck the, struck, struck the doll with its left hand. The left hand struck too, stuck too. Then the spirit kicked the doll. One leg was stuck, then the other, and finally the stomach. Anansi came out from behind the tree. Aye, said Anansi. Now I have caught you, and I shall take you to the sky god as part of the price of the story. Anansi went home with the doll and the spirit and called to his mother. Come, mother, he said, for I have the last part of the sky god's price, and I wish you to go along as well in exchange for the stories. He took the doll and the spirit and his mother and carried them to the home of the sky god. When he arrived, he greeted the sky god. Here is the bush spirit, he said, which is part of the price of the stories. And here is also my mother, whom I said I would bring. Have I not paid the price? The sky god called his council together and then talked. Kings and cities have come, said the sky god, but they could not bring me the price of the stories. But Anansi has paid. I told him to bring me the python, the leopard, the hornets, and the bush spirit. He was brought. He has, he has brought me the python, the hornets, the leopard, the bush spirit, and he has also brought his, me his mother. Surely he has paid the price and, and the stories are his. Surely we would praise him. So they all praise Anasi. Anasi said that the sky god, now and forever, I give you my stories. I take them and give them to you with my blessings. No longer shall the stories be the stories of the sky god, but they shall be the stories of Anasi. And so they are. All stories today belong to Kawaku Anasi. I like that story. It's pretty cool. I don't like that he gave up his mother, but um, there's other stories where the mother and the family seem to get away with murder, you know? So this one seems to be, uh, I don't know. Okay. The mother seemed to be fine with it. Uh, to be up there with the sky gods, why not, you know? Um, yeah, if I'm an old person, my son goes, hey, I'm trying to get all these stories, but I have to give you up. I might look at my watch and go, I ain't got nothing to do. Yeah, why not? Go ahead and take me up there. Um, at least I maybe have a purpose up there. Uh-oh. Stepping on things. Well, uh, that was a cool story. Thank you for listening. Follow me at Everything's Just Fine on Instagram. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm almost at like a thousand listens. That's pretty cool. Our list. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Today's the day. Enjoy yourself. Ba-do-do-do, 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 ba-do-do-do.